welcome to Real Estate You with Letty Ann. And welcome back, everyone. Real Estate You with Letty Ann here. And I'd also like to welcome back Joshua Jolly. Hey, hey Joshua. Thank you. Great to be back. Yeah. And uh, I so enjoyed our first episode where, uh, just to recap, uh, Joshua and his partners uh, invested, actually um, collected some funds and purchased a house. It's, I'm making it sound really simple. On the courthouse steps, it was actually a tax... Um, Delinquent auction? The, the tax, the annual tax the tax delinquent auction. Yes. So uh, where we left off was you uh, gavel down. The house is yours. Yep. Uh, You went back, you did all the appropriate things in the court. And a couple months later, all of a sudden you've got the keys and here you go. Yeah. So um, I would, I'd be, I'd probably have goosebumps. Uh, walking up to the, you, you, you bought a house sight unseen. Right. Although you did see the exterior, Mm -hmm. which is good. So Mm -hmm. what, what happened next? So we got the keys. You you basically get a locksmith to come out, switch out the locks, and let you in. And um, you have all the paperwork, of course, so that they can see that this is not breaking and entering or something, <laughs> some racket like that. But um, so the the locksmith comes out. If if there's tenants and they haven't left the premises, the sheriff will actually come out and and oh that happens. Ask people well, I've to heard leave. about sheriffs accompanying um, realtors and investors uh, because renters that are yeah. delinquent. Oh yeah, do they know they're getting that they should have been gone maybe last week or by Friday or they know they they know they get so many notices and and they do they know just that why don't they leave? Um, in, in the terms of the auction situation or anything, like, it, well, people want a free place to live. And if it's winter time, especially gotcha. like people don't want to yeah. live, you know, leave. It's generally so. a, probably a sad situation. Yeah. So, yeah. but that didn't happen to you here. So no. you've got your locksmith, you've, mm-hmm. you've got some guys ready to really tackle what's inside. Cause you weren't sure. Right. And what happened? So we, uh, got the keys. We walked inside and we were blown away that, uh, people could be this disastrous in terms of a living style and a living situation. The the basement was full of trash and garbage and junk. And the whole house was just, you know, like that. It smelled like cat pee everywhere. The cat jumped out of the sofa that was left behind. Um, and, and so we had our, our little gas mask type, you know, goggle, uh, you know, masks on, uh, and, uh, why did you do do that? But did you think asbestos or were you thinking mold, mold, anything, just not sure protect your lungs, you know, and, and, um, safety first. Yeah. I'm big on not breathing mold. And so you don't, (laughs) are you big on that? (laughs) Yeah. That'd be be something to be big on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's (laughs) pretty, pretty, pretty nasty stuff. So yeah, we went in prepared like that. Um, Did you, was your first, like, what was the first word in your head? Were you like to your investor partners, score? Or were you like, mm, okay, let's dig a little deeper? I, I wasn't sure what to expect. <laughs> I just wanted them to be happy, you know, okay. and, and this place was just, ugh. And, and, and so um, being my first time through, I'm just like, okay, how are we perceiving this? What are we thinking? What are, how are we going to, you know, flip this and make some money? Why didn't people take their things? I've, I saw some pictures and I think we're going to show some before and after pictures, but I, I saw, I saw a lot of personal items. Why, why weren't those taken, including the cat? But then I heard there was a bigger cat there. Right. Yeah. So. Did a neighbor tell you this is crazy? Yeah. So, um, 
we were talking with the neighbor one day and we're like, so what was the deal with these people? How come they lost their home? You know, they didn't pay their taxes. What was going on here? And, and they said, yeah, they were dealing drugs and different things. And, and they had a bobcat that they would let into the backyard on a chain. And, um, it's not every day that you have a neighbor with a bobcat. And that was just so, just wrong so crazy yeah. that, uh, I'd never heard anything quite like that, but it's like, why would you want to keep a Do you think the cat, little cat that cat. jumped out at you and from the couch and the big cat on a chain were friends? Definitely friends. Do you think they were? <laughs> I have no <laughs> Can idea. Can you imagine that? Like a little <laughs> cat sees like this, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I have no idea. But um, sorry, going down rabbit holes. Stick yeah. to the program. So yeah, this place was a disaster, and um, it had you opened up a little door, like the little kitchen cabinets, you know, uh, drawers where you put your silverware, or whatever, and there was like mounds of cockroach carcasses Do we have some of those before and after photos to show and so um it was just like mind-blowing some of the stuff they had on the up on the walls and the ceiling they had black like carcasses from the spiders eating the insects and what was left and it was just these black sp- you thought it was mold but it was actually insect carcass and um cobwebs everywhere i took i was like taking a broom through and just like making it so you could walk through and it would just be caked like you couldn't even see the broom anymore at a certain point because it was just like a haunted house. So you're wondering how could someone live in the, these types of conditions? They were there a month before, right? Because I, I went and checked and like the people's cars were in the driveway and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. And I'm like, they were living in this? Like how? Like w- what person on the planet is okay in accepting like this yeah. living situation? But I mean, it, it goes into the whole psyche of like the fact that their house was at the tax auction yeah. and not being responsible and doing who knows what with their life and Meth yeah um did what's like what's the big cha-ching item you saw because i know it's dirty it's cobwebs you have your gas mask on you're all protected but really and from a financial standpoint did did you walk in and go whoa cha-ching uh, uh that's going to be a big ticket item and oh wow that all that drywalls all that sheetrocks busted or what was the biggest ticket item that you saw on that first day in your mind uh the kitchen was a uh, absolute disaster and that's the most important room in the house. Well, yeah. second most important room in the house, but that's another podcast. Okay. <laughs> What's the first? Um, you got me so curious. But um, yeah, no, everything had to be redone. Everything. The kitchen, the the bathrooms, the everything. So um, it wasn't like one thing. It was just like the whole house it's like a redo. Yeah. yeah. So you tore walls down and whatnot. We, we tore down some walls to open it up for the kitchen and that layout and everything. And then um, we redid the floors. We did the all. We did the the sheetrock everywhere. Mm-hmm. We redid the basement, new carpet, um, new paint, obviously appliances, like the whole nine. So it's almost a new interior. Totally. They got a brand new home. Yeah, you know, aside from piping, you know, and those kind of things, but. So a lot of people will call me or will be out or seeing somebody, and they'll go, you know. I want to flip a house. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's a it's a sexy, it sounds so sexy. Like, well, me and my... Chip and Joanna, yeah. Yeah, oh, we're going to flip a house. Oh, it'll be done in 29 days. Oh, we have that extra day. It's 30 days. How long did your project take? Uh, well, if you want to count from the auction to sell, it was close to a year. Uh, from... That's a lot. I mean, time is money. Right. Right. So you have to have that money that's tied up, and then you may or may not get the property, and then you get it. And so that was February-ish. 
And then it took us probably to Ju- June or July, we ended up closing. And yeah. uh, was, was it profitable for you? It, it was profitable in the sense that we made more money than we spent. But in terms of the time investment, uh, it was hours you- upon hours. And I don't know how much it was in terms of profitability, but it was a great learning experience. And it was your first one. Yeah. So, um, that in and of itself, uh, I always say a learning curve for, for trying something new and you still walked away uh, in the black instead of the red mm-hmm. minus of course, all of your time during those months. Right. Uh, but you hired contractors, licensed professionals. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Cause a lot of people say, Oh, well, we're just going to save the money and do it ourselves. And no. I'm like, that's uh, here's somebody's number. It's a nightmare festivus. Don't take it from me. Do it. From mm-hmm. someone who's already done it, let them give you that advice. Yeah. yeah. And, and I would say if you know a contractor that's good, integrity, responsible, and you can get things done for a good price, absolutely get into it because that's relationship is the biggest element here and knowing who you're working with and that they have the integrity to follow through and do a great job for you and have um, it done right and have no sh- it done right no shortcuts because right. you get what you pay for right and if you're cheaper on the front you're going to pay for it in the back a hundred percent and we learned learned all kinds of issues with different people you know not everybody is chip and joe anna you know gains and trustworthy and do amazing job like yeah. that and and so i'm going to interrupt joshua so just to interject right now we're on facebook live of course this episode will air at a later time on a different platform but anyone watching now on facebook live if you do know of a you know great contractor maybe you could put their name uh in the, the comments below because uh, people watching might uh really want to know well i i my contractor maybe isn't so great but if someone is aware of a better contractor or someone you know me like say me and my husband flip for example we don't uh but you know if you know of someone put their name in the comment so yeah. uh would you do it again joshua under the right circumstances with the right people, I would absolutely do it again. Um, it's all about relationships. And so having those in place are key. Yeah. So, I mean, and it's so true in life. And I got to thinking after our first episode, do you have a real estate license? I don't. I don't. And why don't you? That's a great question. I uh, Have you considered it? I Once upon a time I did, but not recently. But uh, what, what do you think? Well, you know, oftentimes people that are uh, investing or flipping or securing investors, um, they'll get a real estate license for various reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so I, was, I failed to ask you that the first time if you had a license. Uh, I think you'd be a wonderful candidate. It doesn't mean you have to be a full, you know, there's so many things to do with a real estate license. Mm. And I know I talked before about, you know, there's 11,000 plus licensed persons in the Kansas City metro area, wow. but, but there are. It's saturated. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them are fly-by-nights, but a lot of them are getting their license for different reasons. Like maybe it, it will help you along the way. Maybe you're going to continue to invest in property, and you'll you, you know your commissions come back to you, and you can buy the appliances with your commission splits, right? Or your cut, and or what have you. So when would you like to come aboard? Hey, well, <laughs> if I was going to uh, get into the real estate game, I definitely want to work with someone like yourself. You, you know, just seeing some of the guests you've had are really professional, and uh, you're definitely a people person, which I think is priority in, in especially this space. Um, and so, it'd be a real honor and a privilege to work with you. Um, so that's something we could talk about. I'd, I'd be open to discussing that further and how that would actually work. What What's the process to get a license, and how long does that take? 
Um, are you asking me that, or we want to yeah. talk about that off camera? Do we have time, Andy? Okay. So, um, and I know you uh, graduated college in at USC yep. in California, of course, Southern California, and you're a surfer dude. And Josh, I learned, was also <laughs> in Playboy in 2008. Uh, 2002. I don't really oh, talk about that yeah, too much. It was an editorial and um, fully respectable. Yeah, it was very respectable, but that's fine. So, but you are a surfer. <laughs> I'm just simply saying I, it's pro- likely the same across the country. But here in Kansas and Missouri, you will go to uh, a pre-licensed class. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you need a certain hours, certain number of hours for a pre-licensed course is what it's called, and it's reciprocal for both Kansas and Missouri. So it's not like you have to take the course for Kansas and then you go back the whole next week for the same thing for Missouri. Okay. So, um, I strongly encourage people to go to career education systems uh they are a also brad barker i love you and i will tag you in this uh richard and peggy all of you folks and conrad who is uh, he's also an instructor our um, bankruptcy attorney uh that was here from miller law firm uh on a on a previous episode they only teach you what you need to pass the test they're they're not gonna they're not gonna and what that's they have the highest pass rate. So you're going to do this if you go all day, every day. You go five days. Sometimes it's five and a half days. Or you can take night classes. So you get your certificate for uh, attending the course that mm-hmm. you've completed the course. Right. Then you're able to schedule the test. And you live in Missouri presently. Yep. Okay. So you would then get your Missouri license first because mm-hmm. it's the state where we reside that you have to get first. Okay. So you would then schedule your Missouri test You'd get, well, prior to that, you get fingerprinted and some other things that the government needs in the county. Um, to, you pass your Missouri test. You've got your certificate that you are, now you have to find a place to hang your license, which will be here. So you don't even have to think about that part. Okay. So then I always encourage people, get your Kansas license as quickly as possible because you're just fresh out of the pre-license. You already uh, have memorized and, and studied the answers to the test. All you have to do is then take the Kansas law test. Uh, Kansas law class, mm-hmm. and it's either half a day or one full day. That's the only additional type of pre-licensing you'd need. Okay. As soon as you get that certificate, uh, t- Kansas tax, I'm pretty sure is what it is, because it's a little bit different than Missouri. Schedule your Kansas test. You pass that test. You're ready to go. Wow. So and we can talk about all the logistics of that um, and how that works. But yeah, that'd be really interesting to hear more about. I mean, who you work with matters. Uh, there's a lot of big boxes. They take anybody's license. Like, we'll love to take your license and hang it on our wall here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we, and if you've seen some of the other episodes, uh, we take real estate really personally here. Mm-hmm. Uh, my associates take it, our associates, I hate to say my, our associates, because I tell each of them we are better together because mm-hmm. I'm going to learn something from Joshua and Josh is going to learn something from me and we're going to learn something from Judith and Katie and Mike uh, just by the experiences that we share. Right. Um, uh, and also, too, as broker owner, I uh, mentor and support uh, the agents to the point of uh, going on appointments with them. Uh, even if they're comfortable, but like I've said before, a second set of eyes and ears is always beneficial. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, y- you know, I'm here to help them succeed. So uh, if you process and digest this conversation later and you decide you want to get a license, um, you tell me what you want to do with it. Okay. And then I'll know and I'll be able to help you get where you want to go with it. Yeah, I think I would like to talk about that later. And I think one of the things that I really noticed about you is your all about learning and continually learning and 
you you have a coach and you coach other people and i think that's just really commendable and you got to stay on the cutting edge to you know be the best in your profession so that's that's really great thank you joshua i appreciate that uh and it's more coaching you said the word coaching it's not management because mm-hmm. you're you, you're an individual contractor you have your own business i'm just here to be sure you succeed and mm-hmm. that you're doing the right thing but the responsibility is all on you i'm right. just here to support right that's great um, but just really quickly too i also have a company called keiko uh, my two second favorite states california and colorado keiko mm. so uh that is for referral licenses only. So let's say, you know, you're not sure how long you're going to be in Missouri, but you know a lot of people, or you're not really sure you want to do full-time real estate, pay the dues, really be involved and eat, sleep, and drink it like we do here. Mm-hmm. No problem at all. Your license would then go to Keiko, the, uh, which is our referral company here in-house. You get paid to pick up the phone. Now, granted, when you are in that type of status, you cannot show houses, you cannot... You cannot um, negotiate deals. You cannot have open houses. You're not an active, for lack of a better word, real estate agent, but you have come this far and you are licensed and you've done everything that you've done. You've done your due diligence, but mm-hmm. now you get paid to pick up the phone. Mm. So you're out doing, um, cause I know you have uh, other businesses that, that are very successful and you may not want to be a full-time realtor, but you pick up the phone, you refer somebody to us, you still get paid for that phone call. Oh, that's fun. Right. Or you're purchasing, if it's your own personal residence here at our office, no commissions are paid. Okay. I mean, you, the company gets nothing. Um, uh, but uh, investment, just so you know, Mr. Investor, that's not the case for investment properties, or, or I'd be out of business because <laughs> everybody be, would be here. Yeah. And... <laughs> you'd be buying investment properties nonstop. And yeah. But, so my point is, even with your investment properties, you're still getting some change back that could pay for those appliances. In, right. the, in the houses that you're flipping. So that's, that's a great point. I mean, you can't lose by getting the license. Mm-hmm. You just can't. Right. Um, just don't abuse it. And uh, <laughs> no, that's something to really consider. And I appreciate you uh, telling me more about that and letting me know that that's an option. Even you seem like you'd be an above board because yesterday, um, uh, who uh, Julie Gadwin and I were talking about bad. We were like, we don't mean bad, like bad kid, bad realtor. So uh, when I was driving home last night, I thought, well, uh, above board, you know, below subpar, you know, be the best you can be. If mm-hmm. you're going to choose to be in this business for your livelihood, why not give it a, give it your all? Right. But there are options for people like you who have other companies, including making investments and doing and flipping houses, that that license is still going to benefit you, and you can still make money without really investing too much time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. all ears. So all right. thank you. Welcome aboard. Thank you. Yeah, great to be here. <laughs> Josh, thanks so much for coming back. My and, pleasure. Uh, and we appreciate you showing your before and after pictures. And I'm very intrigued about the courthouse steps. And I hope to be there one day just to witness it. So Terrific. Thanks so much. We'll see you again soon. Thank you. Thank you.